Hello and welcome to Detroit Grouty Radio. Bah. This is season seven, episode three. Tonight we've got a skeleton crew, but we've got the best show ever. If you tune out now, you will be lost. You will not know what I'm talking about, and you will be sadly mistaken. Tonight we've got the squirrel with us. Sup? What's up? Sup, squirrel? Hey, how's it going, buddy? We've got our space running the board. Who's our space? It's you, faggot. Oh, sorry. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we've got the biggest faggot of them all, Fizzle, who is absent. Oh, wait, there he showed up. Hi, I'm Fizzle. Thanks for tuning in. I'm gay. And then... Fizzle showing up whenever the F he wants to. Yes, yes. And we've got an old friend back as well. Who is it, you ask? Well, you couldn't, you can't listen because our space has not turned on my computer. Oh, I'm sorry, I had that on mute. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> Who was our guest host? I am Jim Rome. Oh, oh, Rome's back. <laughs> Romey is back. Oh, jeez, God, I wish I could say I miss Jim Rome. <laughs> but yeah, what, what's up, Jim? How's it going? Hey, yo. Anyways, Romy's been gone for a while. We're bringing him back tonight. We've got a great show for you tonight. We've got a couple call-ins, some good information. Bex is calling in with some movie news. We've got a special treat for you tonight. We've got a Bob Seger cover band calling in. What's the name of that band? Looking Back. Looking Back. They've been on the show a couple times before, but they got a bunch of really cool stuff lined up, man. A bunch of, bunch of kick-ass shows. Yes, you do not want to miss that. Right, Rome? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, one, one show especially is uh, B- at Mr. B's Roadhouse in only six days. That's gonna be a great show. Uh, we can't wait. No, we're gonna have we're gonna have Todd from Looking Back on today, and he we, he might uh he might uh have some of the other band members with him. I'm not sure. Okay, about that. that's good. I'm sure he'll be able to give us everything we need. It'll be a treat for our listeners for sure. And we get uh, like uh, like Diggler mentioned, we got Bex making his uh, you know virgin appearance on the uh, Grouty Podcast day. He's supposedly got all kinds of insider, crazy movie info. Bex or, is the man. He is the man, actually. And actually, then we have a disgusting surprise for you as well uh, with Bex. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. I feel and, bad uh, for our listeners. Don't don't eat anything. <laughs> because if if you if you don't know Bex like we know Bex. That that motherfucker can dance, and if and if you've never witnessed him dance, you're you're missing out. Oh my god, he can dance. He doesn't look like someone who could dance. No, but he yeah he can dance. But the, the way he does it too though he he tears up the dance floor and then he leaves immediately. Yeah. <laughs> he's like I just tore this motherfucker up and I'm out. Yeah, he's he's like dance phantom. <laughs> yeah, he just he just throws down like like cuts like this killer rug and then like you know like you see him like the next time you see him is like two weeks later it's like hey Bax, what's up man yeah nice dancing he's like oh when <laughs> two weeks ago when i saw you you know oh yeah thanks so you think you can dance jewish style <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh we'll get started today with uh one of the things we like to do here on detroit grouty radio is talk about our groutiest moment of the week Ooh, which uh i, I don't know if I don't know if you can top last week's grouttiest moment of the week. Yeah, last week was uh, quite a grouty moment. Yeah, and that actually, then we uh, spread that into the extra grinnings where yes. uh, you, you almost topped me there, actually. <laughs> but that was like grouttiest moment, like, 
illegal like, version. Yeah, yeah, and it was like it was like past, present, and future. Grouty's moment of the week. No, this was uh, this week. I uh, was able to go to uh, the Pistons game on MLK Day. Oh, right on. Which was cool. Um, it's a yearly thing I go with uh, my sister and her fiance uh, because he's a huge Dallas Mavericks fan. So every time the Pistons play the Mavericks, we go and watch them play. And we do a little side bets and things like that. But anyway, so we're in our seats here. And like I said, it's MLK Day. It's, uh, you know, brothers are out in full force. And there's about 12 or 15 guys that are sitting in the rows ahead of us. And um, You're not going to say something that's going to get us flagged by the NCAAP again. Or no, not at all. Not at all. No, they were... Uh, Exquisite members of the African American community, uh, for sure. But um, watch yourself. So I'm sitting here, and I'm watching these dudes, right? And I noticed that they all have brought little brown paper bags with them. And I'm thinking, why the hell do they have little brown paper bags? Plan on puking later? No. What they did was they sent one guy down, and he bought a tub of popcorn. Supposedly, they love popcorn because this dude came back and, like, within seconds, that tub was gone. <laughs> and these guys were stuffing popcorn in these bags and sending a different guy down each time to get the refill. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the grottiest things I've seen in a long time. And, and then taking it home with them, or were they eating all of it? Was every kernel being consumed at the game, or was this like a take it home with you, you know, warm I it up for long <laughs> <laughs> There's a good possibility. There was dudes that didn't have bags that were just throwing it on a program. I mean, in their pockets, everything they could do to get this popcorn out of the tub so they could go get more. And I'm thinking, okay, that tub probably cost, what, a couple bucks? I, I was I, I was dating a girl years ago. I may or may not have married her at some point. And uh, <laughs> who used to very groutily get the largest popcorn at a movie theater and then take it home and eat it like for you know three days you know just like a little bit at a time that's kind of like, gross yeah, that's like does that still like taste good i mean in in like nothing nothing says like uh save me for later less than a movie popcorn bin i mean because it's so non-fresh keeping you know i mean there, there's nothing in it that will keep anything fresh but uh you know no she she really dug that though well, to me, that's just like uh, if you get fries from McDonald's or something like that and you keep the fries and try to eat them the next day. I mean, yeah. those are gross. Yeah, I've tried to warm them up before. And and it's, I'm yeah, guessing that nasty. the popcorn that they serve at the Palace is probably not the best popcorn. Perhaps. But, I mean, this it looked like these dudes have never seen popcorn before. <laughs> and it was like they fell in love with it. I mean, I, I've never seen dudes eat so much popcorn in my life. I mean, this was four quarters of popcorn. Were they large individuals? Were they? I mean, would you say they were above average weight? Uh, a couple of them. A couple but, of them, but not for the majority. I mean, they weren't like orca or anything. They no. were just kind of like normal fat people, like Michigan, like regular Michigan people, kind of fat. Some of them, yeah. But the cool part about it too was like when a dude came back with a full tub of popcorn. I mean, it was like he just brought them cash. I mean, these guys were, like, high-fiving and cheering and freaking, like, like that's my boy. He got me popcorn, you know. He's all freaking uh, You know, it is a Pistons game. There isn't that much to be excited about. <laughs> hey, the Pistons won that game, actually. 
That's good. They blew out the Mavericks, which was uh, pretty amazing. Mavericks were uh, they had like a five-game losing streak going into that game, too, so they were pretty hungry for a win. Yeah. But it was a good game, and, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun, but... You know, I thought that was kind of grouty. You know, I, I oh thought yeah, I, I can. I'll call that grouty's moment of the week. Does anyone have anything to top that, or or is that officially the grouty's moment of the week? It's pretty grouty. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you've been here the whole time, by the way. Yeah, yeah what's up? That that is Artifact's voice. If you guys are at home being giddy, I thought we heard Artifact's voice earlier when we opened the show. It was. It sounded like <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't want to spoil the surprise, but we will be doing some Craigslist watchdogging. Call attack. That's right. We're calling some of these <laughs> retards tonight. So uh, I didn't want to get everyone, the listeners' hopes up, you know, if Artifact didn't show up because we cannot do it without the official Craigless Watchdog himself. <laughs> um, if you have a Grotty's Moment of the Week or something on Craigslist you want us to check out, or maybe you just want to call in and say hi, give us a shout-out at 734-259-4941. Or shoot us a text at 248-429-7729. You can also, those lines will still be open when we have Todd from Looking Back on. And Todd, I know, is looking forward to maybe getting some calls in and uh, having some uh, crazy, crowdy listeners comment on some of this stuff. So uh, please call in if uh, if you have something worthwhile to say. If not... What are you talking about, <laughs> 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 Sam's here. <laughs> we're we're gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna break into dead cast next. But Let's did anyone die? I, I, uh, I. Do you guys know of anybody? Somebody who, who had to have died. I mean, I. I didn't hear about anybody dying, uh, except for serious people like those cops in you know Miami. We don't really want to make fun. Yeah, of that, we don't want to make fun of the cops in Miami and the cop here, and yeah. that's kind of off limits. But I guess I survived my first three weeks. <laughs> I guess somebody that. I guess somebody that was old that we can make fun of, or yeah, not really make fun of. Is. You know, it's not. It's not really when we when we talk about the dead cats. It's, it's it's kind of like an honor. It's kind of like a it tribute. Is. It's it not. Is. We're not making fun of them. It's just. A, so I would disagree with what you just said. Well, I'm sorry, Jim Rome, but it's it's a it's a it's a tribute. It truly is a tribute to some of these uh to some of these inv- individuals who have passed on. And that's the price you pay for being famous. You know, you got to be rich and famous, and you know, score all kinds of hot chicks or hot dudes and hot money your entire life. And you're, the price you get to pay is when you die, you have a t- couple of morons make funny on the internet. I mean, that, isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> that's either way, they, isn't they it? can't defend themselves either way, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see if there is anybody that uh, that uh, passed on this past week that yeah. I, I can can't uh, wait. We could tell them to defend themselves by calling in at 734-259-4941, but they're dead. So what are they supposed to do about that? All right, well, we have a uh, we have David Nelson, last of Ozzy and Harriet. Uh, don't know who that is. Not David Nelson. I hope this isn't a head referee um, of Twin Galaxies. No, this is uh, I don't know. Maria Shriver's uh, father died, didn't he? If it did, Tim and I might have just Sergeant? got promoted. Sergeant Shriver. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, from, from oh, from Ozzy and Harriet, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what that is. And yeah, I've I heard really of it. It sounds familiar, but I don't know. Uh, Margaret Whiting, iconic standard recording artist, mm. dies at 86. You could tell I'm reading that off a Yay, website. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, wow, well, never heard of her. Well, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. 
to populate. Oh, this the, guy. Uh, this I'm so. This guy. You need to talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy was born to die. What's this guy's name? Adam? Well, it's, uh, well, even even more so. I I liked I liked what he starred in. This is John Die died, <laughs> the age of forty seven. <laughs> And he was. Uh, it's amazing he made it to forty-seven with a name like that. Like he was. He was born to die. Starting touched by an angel. Well, now he has been touched. He by has been an touched angel. by an angel. Uh, or by, or by <laughs> a demon. Or by a demon. Yeah, we never know. <laughs> uh, well, literally, this list on wiki is, is like a bunch of nobodies. A lot yeah, of red yeah, links. I haven't heard of any. Of these. Somebody important needs a die stat. Uh, it's Peter oh, Yates. Peter Yates sounds familiar. Oh, dude directed Bullet. Yeah, there we go. Oh, he. D- oh, that's a bummer. That's eighty-one cool, right? years of eighty-one years young. Oh, I'm very, very sorry. I really am. <laughs> I hate when people say that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so do I. That is what an obnoxious thing to say. <laughs> well, I saw. Do you really think you're being polite when you say? That's literally a, a pet peeve. I, I I take pride in annoying people, and that's one of the things <laughs> that can actually get on a rice. Well, he was. Uh, he, well, I like. I wanted to say that just because he was eighty-one. So. Yeah. Um, that's why people say it. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robert Downey Jr. is still very much alive. Yeah, he was Yitzhak hu- Rabin. He was hyped up on something at the Golden Globes. We've got another one here, though. Uh, Bob Dole was hospitalized again. Not quite dead yet, but yeah. hospitalized. He's got four feet in the grave. Uh, Bob... <laughs> Bob Dole's dead, just no one's told him that. <laughs> <laughs> Chaney's looking pretty shitty, too. Yeah, he is. Uh, He's, like, he's hooked up to a bunch yet? of wires. How old is Bob Dole? I mean, because he was, like... I remember, Bob Dole! I mean, he ran for president <laughs> against Clinton, and everyone talked about, it. oh, he's so old, he'll never he'll never live through the term of office. I mean, that was, that was like, a decade ago, and he's still, like, you know, taking Viagra and stuff. Yeah. Bob Robert Dole is uh, 87. 87. Wow. Born July 22nd, 23, in Russell, Kansas. Awesome. He's born in 1923. Mm-hmm. Whenever Jesus I think Christ. Of, whenever I think of Bob Dole, I always just think of the, uh, the what's his name, Norm MacDonald playing him on Saturday Night Live. I don't, even, I don't even think of the real Bob Dole. I just think of I just think of that character being played by him. <laughs> it was like the best part of him running for president was just that, you know, that montage to him, basically. Yeah, and there was n- n- there was very little chance he was going to win that election. Yeah, too. that was like, oh, who should we run? We're going to get our ass kicked by the Democrats. Let's run. Oh, this guy's been around forever. Let's give him a last hurrah. We, God knows we don't want him in the Senate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he has um, one bronze star and two purple hearts from World War Two. FYI. Nice. Well, wow. that, that's why he always was gripping the pen, right? Because he was injured in World War II. And, I believe so. Yeah, yes. and he had to like grip something because his arm was all screwed up. Otherwise, his hand would like shake crazily. Well, if something. they're not assassinated, those politicians really hang around. I mean, remember Strom Thurmond? Oh, yeah. He hung around for the longest time. Oh, he was triple digits and still in the Senate. The old Dixiecrat there that yeah. wanted to... He's a kook. <laughs> Strom Thurmond ran for president before my parents were born. Yes. Yeah. 1946, was it? 48. 48. And he was probably very much in favor of uh, of lynching minorities at that time, <laughs> too. So He was in favor of segregation, <laughs> but later apologized for it. I'm yeah, sure. I I think he he owned slaves when he was a kid, didn't he? I mean, and he was old <laughs> enough to probably be around where you could own slaves. So, yeah, he probably, yeah, I wouldn't think so. 
He was born December 5th, 1902, and died June 26th of 2003. He was wow. 100 years old. And Damn. But he did prove everyone wrong, or a lot of people wrong later in his life, because everyone for years said he hated black people, and we found out that wasn't true, and he had a bunch of illegitimate black children with them. Um, <laughs> That's true. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, he had no problem sleeping with black uh, women, but well, he you know, obviously, still he obviously wasn't hating them for at least five <laughs> minutes at a time. <laughs> 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 I don't think he hated his illegitimate black kids. I mean, he didn't take care of them or anything, but I don't, I don't, know. I don't know that he hated them. I think he hated them. <laughs> you know what I think? What's what that? do you think, Dave? I think Dave Chappelle loves him. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else do we have? Um, We have... We hey, have hey, where's our other cast members? Where? Yeah, where are... Lickless and Goof Juice are, are they both sick? No, d- just just Lick. Lickless, I haven't literally heard from in weeks. Oh, yeah, I spoke to Lickless uh, today, and um, he sounded like, um, I don't know, shit wrapped yeah, in no fuck question. or something <laughs> along those lines. Oh, I, he is sick than hell. Him, yeah, and uh, there's the source. A couple people in my household that are literally death. You know, so they walking. could be on the dead cast this week. They <laughs> could be very well made. And uh, you're kind of lucky you haven't seen Nicholas because he looks like death. And I, I told him that. He says, you know, I don't like to look in the mirror. I said, good, don't. Because you I don't scare yourself. If I was Nicholas, I don't know that I'd like to look in the mirror when I was well. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone uh, when I was sitting. No, I'm sure Nicholas. Of course, there's is, that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. No, he he definitely sounds like crap. I don't know what Goof Juice's excuse is. He bought a house or something like that. Yeah, he's got to move or something. I don't yeah. know. He can't take. You can't take an hour and a half out of your day to uh, stop buying a house to, or to stop moving real quick. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jim is not happy with that goof. Yeah. And- he wants to do it all himself. I've told him several times, just ask us and we'll help you move. Yeah, I told him, you know, the other day too. Ask Artifact and he'll help you move. Is it is it a little suspicious that he wants to do it all by himself? <laughs> well, and I, I have seen his new home, so it's it, it, there is. Like I hear it's pretty nice. It's very it's cool. Very nice and very big. Yeah, like his asshole. Personally, <laughs> is it bigger than my apartment? It is. Is it nicer than my car? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Personally, I don't want him to ask me to help him because it's winter time and it sucks balls moving in the winter time. How about you delay that shit so it's like seventy and I'm there? Okay, here's something for the Facebook people. <laughs> this is only Midwest people only can reply, or Northeast. What sucks more, helping a buddy move in the middle fucking winter or helping your buddy move in the middle fucking summer? Oh, I've got a hundred degrees or it's winter. Forty degrees. It's winter. It's oh well, no, forty winter. degrees. That's good. That's I'm true. talking that. All right, that's true. No, no. If, if if it's winter and it's forty degrees, I'm I'm all about that. But no, winter's worse. When or actually, in my opinion, the worst is moving somebody in the pouring rain. You ever done that? Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. reschedule that shit. Yeah. Well, Have sometimes you can't. Have a backup day. Some sometimes they're foreclosing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes tax man's going. You gotta get out. Sometimes you either get it out or your soon-to-be ex-wife's throwing it on the curb. <laughs> gotta. We've actually got to get your uh, shit and run, man. I mean, we don't all have that those luxuries. I'll wait till it's not raining anymore. We've actually got a Facebook response here. I want to give a shout out to my boy Richard down in. uh, Even though he does live in Columbus, man, he's cool, dude. Uh, You guys have met him before. Anyways, he says that summer is definitely worse. Really? 
Yeah, he said I you can always put on more clothes. Exactly. I kind of agree with him, too. That's, you know, he's got a point. He definitely does have a point. It, although, I will say that but worse than either of them, doesn't matter if it's warm or cold, is moving in the pouring rain. That, that is the absolute worst. That, that's great. Thanks for your input. That wasn't one of my choices, though. Well, I just made it a choice. <laughs> and actually, I have moved in, like, the freezing rain before, too, and that, that's, that can be pretty miserable. Let's fuck that. That's what that is. <laughs> I, I email myself. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going through my email for getting ready for Craigslist Watchdog coming up in the nine o'clock hour. Correct. And uh, I usually email myself. I keep them all in line and then send myself one email. But I decided to send myself like seven separate emails. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which order I want them to go in. But we have some gems coming up. By the way, I got. Uh, I am geeked about this uh, segment. This is going to be sweet. Yes, I, I can't wait either. I cannot wait. And uh, you should be. Uh, you should also make sure you stick around for that 9 o'clock hour as well when we do some Craigslist watchdogging with the Craigslist watchdog himself artifact. Yeah, the self-proclaimed Craigslist watchdog. I don't think it needs to be self-proclaimed. I it think is it, self-proclaimed, though. He made up the name himself. I know, but he is the Craigslist watchdog. I didn't There's give no myself the watchdog tag. Oh, you did not? I oh. did not. Oh, I'm Goof sorry. Gave it to me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Whatever. All right. I, I stand corrected. Seven I'm three sorry. You are the goof proclaimed Craigslist watchdog. 734-259-4941. <laughs> Text us at... Two four eight four two nine seven seven two nine. Oh, I'm sorry. I read off that first number wrong. Seven three four two five nine four nine four one. We suck. And sorry we are waiting for the uh, guy or guys from Looking Back to call in any minute now. So we're not going to start any new segments. We're just going to talk about. I guess let's just talk about some random shit. I guess till he you calls in. That's I guess all we can do because I don't want to start something uh, new and then have to cut it off. I don't know if I want to put this now or before when Bex calls in for movies, but. Uh, Roger Ebert, who had been going through... Um, He's in good health, uh, isn't he? He is not. Oh, I thought <laughs> no, it was. He, was uh, he had to get a... Was it... What kind of cancer did he have? It was... Uh, was it throat, his throat cancer, was Yeah, it? I think yeah. it was his throat, yeah. Like Bobby it, it, it's, not, it's not thumb cancer, is it? Because, like, from <laughs> overuse. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, anyway, he got a new uh, prosthetic... I don't know. Prosthetic jaw? Thumb? Face? Oh, I'm, I'm just obsessed with his thumb, man. Yeah, he... Uh, Basically, you know, he kind of looks normal again. This is him now. I'm looking at the before. They just had. Oh, the I was before. expecting the picture to be nasty. Yeah, he looks his, his oh, yeah, he fairly looks normal. Fine. His before <laughs> picture <laughs> is for some reason just a thumbnail, but it's uh, right here. Come on, that looks like Batman to right me. There. Oh, oh, he looks like a weirdo there. Yeah, basically, it looks like his entire jaw is just. Yeah, that, yeah, dude, that throat cancer can really mess you up. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you remember, you remember Bobby Heenan, don't you? Oh yeah, wrestling. Uh, Bobby wrestling, the Brain. Bobby Heenan. the Brain Heenan. He had, I believe, like mouth or throat cancer as well, and his appearance is just like what he looks like now from what he used to look like. It's it's crazy. Like it, it doesn't even look like him, and it's it's kind of sad too seeing him like that, but. I don't know if I want to Google Bobby Heenan the way he looks now. I mean, there's there's a picture of him standing next to King Kong Bundy, where it's just it's it's scary to look at actually. How bizarre is this? King, King Kong Bundy. Okay, talk about random shit. I don't, but King Kong Bundy is in my favorite wrestling match of all time. I don't know that much about wrestling, but I'm gonna throw out some mad WWF stats right now. It's WWE stats. No, but now. this was from WWF <laughs> era. Um, still, you want to get King Kong trouble, Bundy. Though. Fought Hillbilly Jim, yes, along with two midgets, Little Beaver 
and Little Tokyo. He and, does not have something on his screen right now. This and, is coming out of his brain. <laughs> and, it was and King Kong Bundy had on his team two two midgets as well. Um, Lord Littlebrook. No, I'm Jesus sorry. He, he had Little Tokyo. Lord suck a dick. <laughs> Heidi Kid was on their team, and we, all the midgets uh, gang up on him. The end. Guys, it's sorry, hilarious. We do have a caller. I believe this is Todd. Hey, Todd. Is this Todd from Looking Back? It is. What's up, Todd? You're on with Squirrel and the rest of the Grouties on Detroit Grouty Radio. How's it going, man? Hello. What do you call them? Grouty-ears? Yeah, the the Grouties. Grou- the Grouties. The, the Grouties. <laughs> yes, there are many people out there who are grouty, but there is only one group of the Grouties. <laughs> I was looking pretty grouty about uh, four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> we always look grouty, yeah. so... That's why the show is no longer video. It's just audio because we like our fans. (laughs) Faces made for radio. You got a a face for radio, huh? Oh, yeah. We got a quad of them here. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up? You guys got some uh, shows lined up, right? Oh, yeah. Man, last time I talked to you was had to be a year ago. Yeah, pushing a year ago, yeah. Well, lots happened. Lots coming up. We We got a show tomorrow. At Mr. B's with uh, with a Fleetwood Mac tribute band called Fleetwood's Back. Clever. <clears throat> Pretty no mistaken who they're a tribute to, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty smart uh, name, if you ask me. No, I like it. But um, so it'll be looking back in Fleetwood's Back, back to back before <laughs> we go head to head. We got a battle, a uh, battle, battle royale. Yeah, no, we got a dueling tributes show. I think it's the world's first. Dueling Tribute Showcase. We'll have uh, both bands sitting on stage, side by side, and we'll light uh, one side of the stage and make dark the other side, and and we'll alternate hits for a two-hour show. We're uh, we're pitching um, for at the uh, Canton Village Theater Very in cool. Canton, Michigan, on Cherry Hill Road. Um, and so we're kind of doing a little tune-up. Uh, gig with those guys they're going to be playing uh, before us uh starting about nine o'clock and then we go on about 11 11 30 ish and we'll do our live bullet lives again again i think that'll be our 21st uh performance of live bullet <laughs> since we started this band uh our debut was when was that august 29th 2009 so uh, you know, so we've got some prep work to do for that big show. Uh, tickets are on sale at $11 each. Uh, and you can pick your reserves at tributetoseager.com. And uh, tickets are going pretty good. About 170 of them sold now. The, the room only holds about 400 people. And, uh, and the ads haven't. Uh, the ads will hit the air about uh, January 31st, and we'll run until showtime. Um then we got another show uh, in, in February 5th at the Wonderland Lanes. <clears throat> I'm going to drop a name now, but I was talking with Charlie <laughs> Martin today. Very cool. You know, the original drummer for for Bob Seger's Silver Bullet Band. Wow. And uh, he was saying that he would like to do some stuff with us, so we're going to we're gonna bring him out to the uh, bowling alley uh, at, at Wonderland Lanes in Commerce Township right on Richardson Road. That's, that's all on our website. <clears throat> And, uh, and so that's another little tune-up show that we're going to do as we prepare uh, the tunes we're going to do for the for the you know the showdown in Canton, if you will. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So, so 
But he's going to come and sing a, a, sing, sing a couple songs with us at the bowling alley, and he tells me that actually Bob Seeger did play that bowling alley long ago when it was like the place <laughs> for up-and-coming bands to, to play. A lot of the big names that you would have heard of was doing bowling alley circuits. Really? So we're going to try to walk in his footsteps a little bit and see what happens. <laughs> it was a bowling alley back then, too, when he played it? <clears throat> call them a bowling center you got to be careful now they get offended oh do they <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, they want to stay out of the alley you know yeah oh, okay <laughs> well, you know nice. you've uh you've met up with a couple guys from uh the uh, original silver bullet band since you guys have started haven't you yeah we've had two uh close encounters we'll call them with alto reed and uh and uh we've had well now we've got uh uh, Charlie Martin, who's interested in doing something with us. You know, I've reached out to Drew Abbott, and, you know, they've seen us a couple times back uh, back when we were just getting started. <clears throat> I think it was our third time out of the basement, and there we are in Royal Oak, and it's sold out, and you've got, well, Charlie Martin, Drew Abbott, you've got uh, Punch Andrews, Bob Seger's main guy, and <clears throat> and a lot of other, uh, uh, you know, Detroit rock and roll loyalty that we're, we're playing for, and like we're just out of the basement, you know. It's like it's kind of <laughs> stressful. <laughs> well, we got through it, no train wrecks, and um, you know, but we've really matured over this last year, and uh, the music is, gosh, just tight as it can be. I think Bob would be proud. At least that's what Mitch Album said <laughs> when we did his show uh, before our second appearance at, at uh, the Caesars Windsor Casino. They seem to like us. So yeah, we've had some some success. We've had um, you know the, the the gigs are kind of far and few between, but they've really been you know exciting sort of high profile gigs. And uh, like I was telling the guys today, you know we're we're doing tomorrow uh, with you know at Mr. B's in Clarkston. That's a free show, by the way. If you're up, everybody listening in that area. <clears throat> Very cool. Uh, but we haven't had an opening act since uh, the Ted Nugent tribute opened up for us at uh, New York, New York, and Chesterfield. It's just because, you know, Bob Seger's fans are old. They want to be in bed about the time that, uh, that the headliners <laughs> come on, it, it, you know, in a typical bar scenario. Yeah, headliners do go on late, man. I, I, I know, even when I was... Even when I was younger, hanging out, thinking, "God, it's like you're you're half in the bag by the time the headliners come on, ready to well, and <laughs> most ready of go the, pass uh, out somewhere." Most of the uh, Bob Seger albums that I have are all literally on record albums. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was listening to some record albums yesterday on YouTube. It's crazy. You you, you 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 scroll through. I was looking for some old. Uh, you know, I'm kind of getting in the mood for tomorrow. I'm listening to a lot of uh, Fleetwood Mac. Cool. And uh, you know, forgetting a, a lot of the songs that they did, boy, I, I just you know, and Bob's got a catalog like that too. You know, you just scroll through, you know, four decades of 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 his music, and you realize, you know, we're just scratching the surface with with our two and a half mm -hmm. hours of music that we do now, and there's just so much left on the table that you just want to get at, but you can't, and you know, and so last night I was listening to, to Hypnotized and. And then I heard uh, there were some other tracks that I'd never heard of, and so I'm just experimenting. But there was a f there was somebody had videotaped, uh, you know, a, a record, a, a, just a record player.
in, mm-hmm. and they put the needle on the record, and there you did. You just looked at the record spinning, and you you know you heard the cracks and pops, and <laughs> That's awesome. you know. And I just thought this is cool. Like, <laughs> this sounded pretty good. You know, I was actually going to ask you that the one thing I, I like about Seeger is that, I mean, he's just such a good songwriter, you know, and just, I, I think that's probably the number one, you know, compliment you'd give Seeger is just, you know, amazing just songwriting ability. Some of his stuff is so deep. Do you guys get into um, any of, like, his deep tracks or anything? you guys play any of that stuff? Or, I mean, I know a two-hour, you know, only two-and-a-half-hour shows, you probably don't, you want to play most of his hits, but uh, do you guys ever get into the deep tracks at all? We are. <clears throat> well, I don't know what you call deep tracks. I think, I think when you start getting back into the you know, sixties, that's kind mm-hmm. of deep. Uh, you know, although they were, you know, they were the songs that sort of made his way toward fame. Uh, but we do uh, two plus two. Cool. Two plus two is on my mind. Uh, obviously, uh, looking back is an old one, mm-hmm. and we took that uh, for our name. It's on the uh, Live Bullet record, and that's the one we came out with. Uh, you know, doing from you know, cover from front to back. Uh, some of the older ones, also uh, you know, heavy music. Uh, we got we put together a medley. Uh, a lot of times we pull that out for an encore, but it's uh, uh, back in '72, uh, followed by Rosalie, and then Lucifer, and then uh, Turn on Your Love Light which is a happening tune. Cool, and, yeah. you know, that covers about eight <clears throat> eight minutes and four of his you know, really old uh, tunes. But we, we also do Simplicity, which is, you could call that a deep track on his uh, Face the Promise uh, record that was you know, his latest studio record, you mm-hmm. know, when he went on a tour with last time he was out. And we do the real you know, Roll Me Away and uh, Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. That, that goes way back to... Oh, yeah. It's a great song. But fire down below, fire inside. Anything with fire in it, we do. <laughs> <laughs> now, as, aside from being the uh, you know mega social networker and uh, you know interview giver for the band, you uh, you're actually the drummer, right? <coughs> I'm a what? You are the drummer, correct? Yeah, that's what some people say. <laughs> you, you wanna you wanna give out the the names of the rest of the band? How many how many piece band do you guys uh, roll uh, out? Not with? really. It's kind of all about me. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, of course, uh, uh, Kirk Nelson, who I know is listening right now, uh, he plays our guitar and does this amazing job with backup vocals and sort of keeps the <clears throat> continuity focus in rehearsal. Uh, we got Cliff Barr on bass, who is a fantastic bass player and even a better guitar player than I've seen in a long time. But uh, glad to have him play the bass. He carries a carries a carries a band pretty well. Uh, Lonnie Fletcher, our lead vocalist, who um, does not look a thing like Bob Seger, <laughs> and uh, you know, and these days I'm making that a selling point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's. You know, he's a good-looking guy. He's got great pipes. He can hit those original notes. And uh, um, and then uh, Eric Cott plays uh, key, uh, the saxophone. And uh, he's just been doing great. And who have I forgotten? I'm sure they'll let you. Oh, our newest <laughs> member, <coughs> Dan McCarthy, plays keyboards and does some singing as well. 
picked him up at church, kind of. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's fantastic. And we've got David Spradley. He's his backup backup uh, to, uh, to, to to Dan McCarthy. He happens to be Earl Clue's number one guy. Really? Yeah, it's kind of funny how it works out. But uh, David's busy. You know, he's starting to work with... Uh, with George Benson, uh, I think he's going to be doing some work with him, and he's also working with you know, uh, George Clinton and the Funkadelic All Stars. So he he's kind of busy. So he's uh, you know he's our number two guy. That's not too bad. <laughs> sure. I mean, is is he with your band full time? I mean, I imagine some of those other jobs have got to take up a lot of time. Well, Dan, everybody that's in that I just mentioned, uh, except for David Bradley, and I guess he's a, he's a backup keyboard guy. Uh, is pretty much committed to the band, so when you know when I got a gig, they're you know they're finding alternative players for their other little projects they got going on. Like I say, because the jobs, you know, we've we're lucky this this uh, February we've got three gigs coming up. Um, probably one of the funniest things, or most impressive actually, since we've been. I mean, th- there's been a string of things, but but uh, they're actually going to have us play at Center Court. During the Pistons Utah Jazz game, really halftime, we're going to get like seven minutes. Do our little, you know, our little Super Bowl, uh, you know, if of you know local Super Bowl exposure for us. That's crazy. Hey, if anyone's got any questions for uh, Todd from Looking Back, you can call us at uh, 734-259-4941, or uh, you can uh, shoot us a text if you got something to say, but uh, don't want to say it. With your voice at uh, 248-429-7729. Call in, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk, call in. <laughs> because I'm not too good at that, uh, you know, those interview type scenarios. <laughs> and as always, you can always leave us, uh, you know, leave us feedback on our Facebook page. And you can look up uh, Looking Back on Facebook as well, correct? And you got a web page you want to plug at all, Todd? Please, yeah, thanks. That's Tribute to Seeger.com. It's tribute to Seeger, S-E-G-E-R. And, uh, You'd be surprised how many ways you can spell Seeger out there. <laughs> yeah, you can be a Seeger fan your entire life and not know how to spell his name. What happened? Our, our bass player is quite, uh, Cliff. He's a comedian, you know. At least he's trying, and i got to give credit <laughs> for that. But he, <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps saying we should you know, learn one Pete Seeger tune. And come out and do that first, and just freak everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna tell you we're a Pete Seeger band. No, <laughs> hopefully people stick around for the second song to find out you're kidding. <laughs> yeah, they'll throw stuff at us. We'll get the clue. April Fool's bad, big. It'll, be, it'll be a bad joke. It'll be Cliff's fault. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, those dates again are uh, January 21st at Mr. B's, correct, in Clarkston. And that's yeah, this Mr. Saturday. Yeah, in Clarkson uh, and, uh, and uh, February 11th, Friday, February 11th. In, uh, well, February 5th will be the uh, small thing with uh, with Charlie Martin at the Wonderland Lanes on Richardson, between Commerce and Union Lake Road for you Westsiders. <laughs> the roads change names around here. Yeah, Commerce Township crosses itself a couple times, changes direction. <laughs> it, it, that is, a, I used to work out there. That is a brutal place to try to give directions and get around to. But uh, well, it makes you know, it makes at least you. I I appreciate you know, going postal makes sense once you.
you've delivered me all around here, I suppose. <laughs> you know what, Todd? That's uh, um, we should probably run. But hey, man, we really appreciate the time, and we're gonna um, plug the hell out of your stuff till then, and uh, hope we can get as many people at that show of yours as possible because uh, that sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, February 11th. Yeah, Canton's going to be something else. I mean, it's never been done before. I mean, there might, you know, I hope that we get there and find out, that we don't find out there's a good reason why nobody's ever done it before. <laughs> but but if we're, I think we're really careful, and I think a lot of it hinges on the lighting. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be an audio challenge, and I think we're up for it. Uh, we got some really, really good professionals taking care of those things. So, um, you know, we're going to make it, uh, we're going to make it fun. As, you know, as we can, it's local. You know, it's a local uh, homegrown thing. Very so cool. We'll support it. Very cool, man. We're gonna um, for all our listeners out there. There's gonna be a lot more looking back stuff uh, up on our site. So uh, check that out, man. And uh, thanks a lot, Todd. You're always a lot of fun. We appreciate you calling in, man. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks. You too, man. See ya. Take care. Take care. And uh, we are here. Oh, we're, we're jumping right in. We are rolling right into it. We have Bex, yeah, don't our move resident away. movie expert, coming oh, in. Hey, how's it going, Bex? What's up, man? It's going good. Going good. Screw you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love you, too, my friend. I love you, too. <laughs> hey, we, uh, well, we had some time to kill early in the show. We um, actually told some stories about some of your dancing antics. I'm sure I, you're I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we may have actually um, sold you to somebody, and you have to dance at their party. <laughs> um, as long as I am naked or in a song, I will do it. <laughs> I believe that was the stipulation. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I will do whatever they want me to do, within reason, of course. <laughs> Well, within reason, what's the fun in that? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's the worm. If if it's the worm, I do not do that naked for for various reasons. If you want me to do the moonwalk, I can do that in my underwear. Uh, but, you know, certain dances require certain costumes, and I don't want to uh, overstep my bounds or show too much where uh, people are jealous of, of who I am and, and what I do. And Bex is a sexy bitch, too. Oh, he is. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I tr- try. So, what's up, gentlemen? Hey, what what do you got for us today, man? We're, we're, let's uh, let's talk some movies. What do you got for us, Bex? I I have a uh, a bunch of movies. I'm I'm going across the gambit right now. I'm I'm going from chick movies to a little bit of artsy fartsy movies, action movies, remakes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Within the uh, upcoming weeks, if anyone wants to chime in, that's great. And uh, I figured I'd cover the whole basis and your whole audience. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. First, uh, we, we we have the uh, item called No Strings Attached, the uh, Ashton Kutcher Portman movie that everyone's seen left and right. As I hear it, word on the street is that it is okay, but it's the same old rehash. Ashton is in a relationship with Natalie for years, they're friends, and they decide to have a no-strings-attached, henceforth the name, uh, relationship, sex without strings. Never works. Soon enough, never works. Never works. Soon enough, Ashton becomes Ashton, and he loves her, and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure they're going to have some John Hughes uh, issue, and then at the end, (laughs) they're going to love each other. So that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. I, I would prefer that if you were to see any form of Natalie Portman movie, 
you guys see Black Swans, which is absolutely incredible by Aronofsky. It has everything. It has dancing, especially me, as, as you know, I love dancing, um, <laughs> and lesbian kisses. So you, you can't go wrong. <laughs> now I've actually heard I heard it's more than just lesbian kisses. Yeah. Well, it's a lot more, but I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody who has not seen it yet. Yeah, I've seen it, and um, you know, I, I've heard mixed reviews just because of the fact that it seems like some of the stuff wasn't uh, tied in, uh, all tied together, and um, just kind of wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow at the end. You know, it it did. Um, you know, it left some of the things to your imagination, you know, what was real, what's not, stuff like that. And, um, you know, it depends on what kind of movie you like. Right. He's, he's famous for that, though. His, his movies are often extremely disjointed, and it, it makes you think. Uh, look at The Wrestler. The end, you know, you're assuming he dies. You're assuming what happens to this person, what happens to that person. It's up to the audience. He's a filmmaker who basically likes the audience to think, and he doesn't dumb the movie down for the audience. He believes that all movie people are, are smart. Whether that's uh, right or wrong is, is I guess, <laughs> up to the audience. Uh, what's, uh, what do you got for us? What's coming out here soon? Uh, well, there's that. There's uh, The Way Back, which is uh, by writer-director Peter Weir, who I'm sure if you know Weir did uh, Witness a while ago as well as Mosquito Coast. I'm just saying those because I know some of your colleagues there are, have man love for Harrison Ford. <laughs> um, it, it, it basically, it's a, it's a true story about World War II and uh, escaping a Siberian gulag. It, it has Ed Harris. It has Colin Farrell. It's gotten mixed reviews so far, but a little more artsy-fartsy than your No Strings Attached movie. And, and both of those, by the way, are coming out tomorrow, January 21st. And select theaters for the way back and uh, a little more wide release for no strings attached <coughs> also a little movie called the company men which is by the weinstein company which has gotten decent reviews the main uh actor in that is ben affleck it has chris cooper it has Tommy lee jones it's a i don't want to say a wall street type movie but a, a movie where uh, everyone in reality is facing right now with corporate downsizing and, and what happens to a family and relationships. Once again, not the true blue action movie, but a little more, uh, I guess, mainstream than The Way Back. Now, what I am excited about is January 28th and uh, next week is The Mechanic. Uh, does anyone know anything about The Mechanic? Uh, I know Statham's in it. Yeah, it looks good. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, Jason's in it, um, and can any of you tell me if you know who was in the actual 1972 movie? Now, I'm sure you all know that this is a remake from 1972. I, I didn't know that, no. Well, let no. me think. We weren't born, so most of us <laughs> probably. I was only four years old, so you've got to give me that. Uh, let me think. Was it Charles Bronson? It was Charles Bronson. Do you know who he's got a computer in front of him? <laughs> oh, he sucks. Okay. Okay. Now the original was uh, Charles Bronson. Actually, uh, Jan Michael Vincent of Airwolf fame was his protege. And basically, you have uh, Jason Stratham, who's a uh, I'd say a, a seasoned hitman who who sets out to uh, avenge his one of his mentors' deaths. Uh, who's played by Donald Sutherland, and he's joined by his mentor's son, who's Ben Foster, who was 
recently in, I believe it was Pandorum. Uh, decent actors. Whatever Jason Stratham is in is a lot of fun. You guys know the Crank movies. You know the Expendables movies, which is uh, they were all a lot of fun. And I'm sure you all know that the Expendables has greenlit a sequel. And that's oh, really? a little tidbit for you guys. I'm sure if you read uh, Rotten Tomatoes or Ain't It Cool News, Expendables, uh, they're hoping for a late 2012 release. They're in discussions right now with Van Damme joining the cast, but they refuse to have Steven Seagal in the cast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> really? Why? Uh, well, he sucks? Or? He's fat? No. Um, Steven Seagal has an issue with one of the main producers of the film, which, uh, believe it or not, is, is Jewish. And I'm not going to play that card, but... Uh, even Seagal hates Jews. Oh, really? You know, so I, I was—I actually didn't know about this. It's he's how, like Gibson how does, style. How does someone make it in Hollywood not liking Jewish people? <laughs> <laughs> kind of stupid. But there's been rumors. There's been rumors around that for a long, long time. He tanked his own career by some of the things he said. Now, granted, he's no Mel Gibson. I don't think many people are. But uh, he tanked his movies and uh, his career, and that's why he does a lot of the straight to video. There's not a lot of producers that want to work with him anymore. <laughs> Besides, I think it was A&E where Steven Seagal's a wild man now. <laughs> Adolf Hitler was a lot like Mel Gibson, wasn't he? <laughs> um, I, I'd like to say Mel Gibson is, uh, is a little more like Adolf Hitler than the other way around. But, you know, I'm not going to trash Mel. He, he has some good movies, you know, the Lethal Weapon movies. And uh, he's actually coming out with a new one. That was directed by Jody Foster, which I'm pretty sure is going to tank. He's a, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say a ventriloquist, but he's a crazy guy, which he does play very well in both. Yeah, I wonder why. Real life, and exactly. <laughs> and he talks to a beaver. It's called Jesus. a beaver. So, you know, take that for what it is. Her I like beaver different or? kinds of beavers, not that one, but whatever. <laughs> I, don't um, I don't know if I can handle another Expendables movie. I mean, I'm a little sore from all the mangasms I had from the first one. <laughs> So, it's going to be I would, I would agree with you on that one. But it was good old action fun. And, and once again, I think when all those 80 movies came out that I used to love and, and watch in the theater, you were suckling on your mother's teeth. So, you know, <laughs> this is basically the chance for you younger guys to get some form of, of macho-ness in your life. No, I, I, I totally dug The Expendables. I thought that movie just... It, that just that rocked my bag off that movie. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. What, what's going on in the world? I know you know about this stuff and don't deny it, but uh, what, what's going on in the world of uh, comic book movies right now? Uh, there's a few things. The, the big, the big, I guess, uh, item that uh, has everyone talking is you know The Dark Knight Rises. It's being shot here in Detroit, or at least a part of it, which is fantastic. I'll get some... Uh, people here working which is great and uh ann hathaway's been cast as uh catwoman and tom hardy who was recently in inception is uh bane so what they've basically done is they they've spiced up with a little bit of the old with catwoman and a little bit of the new with bane and uh they're gonna kind of bring it full circle is what i hear so i'm excited about that movie there's also i'm sure there's rumors and i know that you guys have been talking about this I'm not sure on air, but off air regarding uh, X-Men First Class and all the people in it, all the characters in it. Uh, I, I know that uh, f some of your colleagues like the fact that January Jones is Emma Frost and I 
agree. I, I can't say that that's a bad casting call. She fits that costume very, very well. Um, <laughs> I love Rose Byrne as Moria McTaggart. She's great in damages. She was great in the 28 weeks later. Um, moving, we'll see how she fills out her costume in that, but we'll see with the rest of it. That one's going to show, like, uh, Magneto as a young man and, like, uh, Professor Ike. It's like a prequel, man, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Very cool, very cool. Can we... Uh, <laughs> Back to that Batman uh, thing briefly. Uh, uh, can we um, expect that whoever's playing Catwoman will not be Anne Hathaway crappy like it's, Halle yeah, Berry? Yeah, it, it is Anne Hathaway. Yeah, and uh, I mean it, this is going to be nothing like uh, Halle Berry played Catwoman or like uh, whoever that was playing Bane in the Batman and Robin movie. I hope. I I am pretty sure it's not going to be. It's Christopher Nolan. He's a genius. I think everyone can agree on that. And um, I think he's going to, he's casted well. I'm sure the story's going to be just as good, and uh, it'll finish off the trilogy in a, in a decent way. I can't wait. Because last time they tried to put Bane in a movie, and that Batman and Robin with George Clooney, that was one of the ultimate flaming turds. You didn't like that? Well, no. I think even Clooney acknowledges that it's one of the ultimate turd comic movies. Yeah, I mean, that that is such a piece of crap. Well, and I think even like the, when they did the Batman movies before this current trilogy... They almost made it comic booky, and Christopher Nolan has really taken it from a totally he's different angle. He's taking it to the next level. He's taking yeah. it seriously. Exactly, and he's he's like you said with uh, I forgot who you said earlier. Uh, he's another director who makes you makes you think. You know what I mean? He's one exactly. that assumes the audience. I mean, Inception's case in point. Yeah. I, I still don't think everyone. I can't even say I fully understand everything that happened in that movie, but uh, great movie. When he does a movie, he does it really, really well. Mm-hmm. A couple more movies real quick I just want to go over is, is um, you're seeing some of the commercials for the right. That's a new Anthony Hopkins movie. Uh, I guess, you know, before it was the devil in possession back in the 70s with The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. Well, it's come back full circle with, I don't want to say devil with paranormal activity, but demons and such. This is a uh, based on a true story, I, I guess, or a true list of events, nonfiction book, uh, where basically it's the Vatican exorcism school. And the Vatican, for, for years, I'm sure a lot of people know, has stated that exorcism doesn't exist. We don't do that. Well, recently it's come out that, yes, there is a sect of the Catholic society that performs these things, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's an X-Files division of the FBI, but it's similar to that, and it has Anthony Hopkins as the main role trying to exercise all these people. A couple more. One is The Roommate. If you want to see some hot chicks, that's leading a uh, meter of Gossip Girl, I believe. It's, it seems like a rehash of Single White Female, but that may be interesting, uh, simply if there's a little bit of nudity and and uh, once again, girl on girl action. Yeah, that can always be interesting. I'm <laughs> girl on girl action can always be interesting. They can turn the an absolute I, piece of I crap. Would, into, I would agree with you there. Into like agree. top ten. Uh, the last two I have are in, in February. Uh, February fourth, one's coming out called Sanctum. It's it's basically once again based on I don't want to see it based on a true story, but it's inspired by actual events. What they say it's where. A diver basically goes to explore. It's the Escala Cave System in the uh, South Pacific Rim. If if any of you are divers out there, everyone's pretty familiar with that area. 
and they go in there. It's actually produced by Jim Cameron, who's obsessed with water, whether it's Titanic or Abyss. <laughs> they get stuck. A lot of you know action events with water, scary uh, claustrophobia, etc., etc., etc. The last is just go with it, which is with one of my favorites, a Brooklyn Decker, as the object of Adam Sandler's affection. Jennifer Aniston is his uh, go-to girl, kind of like the wingman, and hopefully this launches her, gets her to the next level, because every movie she's done, I think, for the past five years, has been absolute garbage. Yeah, it's a good thing she's hot, because otherwise her career would have ended. God, I agree. And that's all I have for the upcoming month. I have one more just for the kids. February 11th is Romeo and Juliet, which is an updated version of Romeo and Juliet with garden gnomes. It looks funny. Uh, it looks Hopefully there aren't any horrible ahead. parents that let their kids listen to our show. But, <laughs> but if there is, if there well, is, go check that out. If, yeah, exactly. It's, I'm, I'm not saying the people who listen to the show, but if they have any kids, they may be interested in it. It's actually done by the director of Shrek 2. Perhaps, perhaps. And, and that's all I have for now. Although, Beck said, is not all we have for you because we... um. A while back, we want to do this segment with you real quick. A while back, um, you, I've been carrying this around in a plastic bag in my Jeep (laughs) for, um, God, when did you give me this toenail? Seriously. God, it had to be five months ago. Jesus. Yeah, that's because it was right after we went on hiatus, because you said, hey, put this on your next episode, and we decided, well, you know, we're actually taking a break for a while, but... It doesn't look any different now. You want to pass this around, guys? No. I, I got a good straight. look. It's cool. I don't yes. need it over here either. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm actually wondering if I should open up the bag or no. not, actually. Sure there's some sort of bag. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, for, I've been playing football in a league on Sunday. For some reason, my, my foot keeps getting stepped on, and my toenail uh, gets bent back, ripped off, and... Of course, when you're one toenail, just like everything else, it, the other one grows underneath it. So I keep getting new toenails like every year. Uh, well, for some reason, that was the last normal toenail I had. Now, I don't know exactly what it looks like right now. Squirrel's putting it in your mouth. You, it's, actually a little, it's actually a little greenish. Like, Squirrel, oh, put oh, it in really? your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Okay. Squirrel, uh. Oh! Oh, oh God! <laughs> damn! Some sort of a joke. It's really... <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this. You, this you, is going to be can, on YouTube. You can people. see that on YouTube. Oh, it is true. Was... I did just put that in my mouth. That's... Oh, did you? Okay, excellent. Next time I'll have you actually, um, not that I have a foot fetish like uh, a Jets, uh, a particular guy from the Jets, <laughs> but uh, my toenail looks like right now basically Jabba the Hutt's throw up. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's filled with fungus. It didn't wow. grow back right. I'm probably going to have to go to a podiatrist to get this thing sawed off and then acted God, it I just accidentally dropped it on the producer's keyboard too. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, but uh, this is especially disgusting, Bex. So, Bex, uh, you're awesome, but your toenail sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we it's can all talk slippery about sucking now. things later on when we're uh, in our home together or in the shower tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hey Bex, thanks a lot, man. You you are a, you are a movie guru, and we appreciate uh, we appreciate your knowledge, and uh, we appreciate your toenail too, buddy. End of no story. Problem, man. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next month. Man. Take care, talk Bex. Talk to you soon, and I'll uh, see you guys next month. All right, right on. Thanks, buddy. awesome man. Have a good one. Bye. You too. 
Oh my god, I can't believe you put that uh, shit that in my mouth. I can't believe I put that in my mouth either. Is that now grouchiest moment of the week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's you almost back as to back weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's almost as grouchy as you being baby birded some pubes from uh no name. I think I need to defend myself on that. There are my my chat board is blowing up with people <laughs> telling me I'm disgusting. <laughs> I listened to last week's podcast that I missed, and um, for the record, I would not drink dumpster beer. <laughs> All right, I know Goof and uh, Diggler tried to say that I was full of shit. No, <laughs> I are. There's a store down the street. I'll I would um I would try to prove you wrong and offer it to you, but that dumpster beer is gone. <laughs> it is in my gullet. Did you hesitate at least for half a second? Not before you for a second. Correct the first one. A flash to Grouty contributor who will be on the show for a different segment next month. But a flash Grouty contributor, he drank one, so Jesus. don't don't let him tell you he did. All right, all right, we'll get him for it. I think we're gonna <laughs> cut to commercial on that one, so Squirrel can brush his tongue. Got to pay the bill. Shave his yeah. tongue off. All right, and this uh, is a. <laughs> <laughs> Grouty Radio on uh, Grouty.com or the majors.net. We'll be right back. It's all shaking our heads here. <laughs> Once upon a time, old Scrooge sat down before the fire. Ah, humbug. With great astonishment, Marley's ghost came through the heavy door and passed into the room. <gasps> oh. What do you want with me? You will be haunted by three spirits. I'd rather not. To read A Christmas Carol and other books online, go to www.read.gov. Explore new worlds. Read. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. You know that the ice cream scoop can make a child smile, and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This week's episode, Bobcat in the Cave. Gosh, Johnny, playing in the cave sure is neat. Oh boy, a kitty cat. Sassy, the kitty cat's yelling. What, Sassy? It's not a kitty, it's a bobcat? Speaking of cats, you like to stress the importance of adopting cats from animal shelters? Over five million cats go into animal shelters every year? And with millions of healthy cats to choose from, it's a shame more people don't adopt from shelters? This bobcat's heavy. Help, Sassy! Why bother? We'll just get into more trouble tomorrow? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, nuts. Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Remember, adopt. Can't wait. This is a major sports update. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is expected to have right foot surgery on Thursday, the Boston Globe reported. On its website, Wednesday night, the operation is for a lingering stress fracture. The Globe citing an unidentified source who 
reported Brady could delay the surgery to Monday, but no later. Messages were left by the Associated Press seeking comment from the Patriots. An emotional Davis Love III was introduced Thursday as the next American captain of the Ryder Cup, pledging not to get in the way of the 12 players who will be responsible for winning the Cup back in Europe. I'm a player's captain, Love said, at Medina County Club, where the 2012 matches will be held. I'll try to get them what they need to be successful. I'm not going to tell the best players in the world how to play golf. I'm not going to read their putts. A good leader knows he's got a good or a great team. The announcement wraps up a week that put the Ryder Cup in the news some 18 months before the next shot is struck. Europe, which won the gold trophy in Wales last October, appointed two-time Masters champion Jose Maria Elizabal as the captain this week. In NBA news, Portland Trailblazers center Marcus Camby had arthroscopic surgery on his right knee and will be sidelined about three weeks. Camby was averaging 5.9 points and 11.3 rebounds in 39 games this season, all of those which were starts. The six foot 11 center is in his 15th season in the NBA. In one final NBA note, Toronto Raptors guard DeMar DeRozan is replacing Milwaukee's Injured Brandon Jennings in the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Jennings had been a surprise pick alongside Blake Griffin of the Clippers, JaVel McGee of Washington, and Sergei Abaka of Oklahoma City. The six foot one Jennings isn't known as a dunker and has been out since December 20th after left foot surgery. For more, you can go ahead and check out themajors.net, or if you're feeling a little grouty, go ahead and check out grouty.com. In the meantime, we'll go ahead and get back to Grouty Ray. Radio. What's up, everybody? We're back. We are our, We are just packed with grouty goodness this week. Well, actually, the show's a little backloaded. Actually, we didn't have much to talk about at the beginning of the show. <laughs> but we're, we're pretty backloaded, but we are Thanks ready. Thanks to you. We are. Th- it is. I know. I've prepped a little too much. Actually, next week's show is going to be worse. I, I triple booked next week's show. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but uh, we're it's not even that. It's what you did. Oh, oh, the, oh! You talking, I'm not even talking oh, about. Oh, God, I'm already over that. You guys are still talking about me eating somebody's toenail. This okay? Yeah. Oh, a toenail fell off somebody's foot eight months ago, and I put it in my mouth. You and that's gross. You put it on our new tables in here. You put it on my keyboard. <laughs> you do the grossest shit ever, man. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I think you're awesome, Squirrel. Oh, thanks, buddy. No thanks, problem. buddy. And speaking of people being awesome, we are about to do some mad call attacking on some of these Craigslist weirdos. So uh, what, what do you got for us, Artifact? Oh, I got some gems. I got some gems. So we'll, we'll break into some of the normals, and then we'll get to some of that we need to make calls on. All right, so sure. In case some of these people don't call, we got... Uh, if anyone has um, sweet Craigslist findings of their own... You can feel free to uh, hit us up on Facebook. Call us, 734-259-4941, or shoot us a text, 
248-429-7729. Or you can hit us up on our Twitter feed at all during the week and all that sort of stuff. So um, uh, please do. Um, We need fucking talk, man. Shit. Sorry, everyone's <laughs> handing me like 40 notes. I can't read and talk <laughs> at the same time. All right, uh, Multitasking is a myth. This one I found a little strange. I thought this might be kind of funny to do. This guy is... Uh, he's, this isn't free. He wants to sell or trade this. 12 plus years of Oakland newspaper sports sections. I know some people say magazines and that sort of thing, but I think this is a little bit excessive. I have 12 plus years of sports sections from Oakland Press and some Detroit Free Press and News looking to trade or sell best offer. What do you think... Um, what do you think the value is on that? Or would it be funny to make a trade and then... He, he's not offering a price at all, right? No, he wants trades or serious offers only. Okay, okay. And, and how many of these does he have? 12 years. 12 years. I mean, I'd give him... I don't know. Five bucks? <laughs> yeah, I, I, was think, I was thinking five, six. Um, <laughs> is there anything important in there? Like, I mean, what the fuck's happened in the Oakland Press in 12 I years? I know, it's the Oakland Press. It's like... I don't care if it was the Detroit News. That? I mean, there's some pretty crazy sports shit that's happened in the last 12 years, probably. But no, I had I, I had pay uh, for it when I first moved to Oakland County. Or mo- I moved back to Oakland County recently, just last year, and I uh, I got the Oakland Press for a little while, and um, nothing. I, I was Oakland unimpressed with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, with the newspaper. I don't mean to rip on newspapers are cool. I just you know I I didn't find myself reading it a whole lot, and uh, I ended up throwing a lot of them out. And when they called me back to give me just, like, this killer, you know, deal on it, you know, like, you know, 15 years for a buck or whatever it was, I, I don't know, I was just like, I just, I don't want it, you know, it's just like, it's just filling up my garbage, sorry, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, maybe, do you think maybe he'd just, what do you think he'd give you just for, like, one random year? <laughs> like I, mean, a, I bet he wouldn't break up the set, that's the thing. I bet he's, like, kind of attached to this set, so if you did something like trade it and then, like, I don't know, take a video of yourself burning all of them and then emailed it to him, <laughs> he might get so pissed that off. That sounds like it's grouty worthy. <laughs> How much is he selling these for again? He wants, he's open to all trades and serious offers. Okay, actually, maybe we should offer him a trade because I happen to have um, 12 years of the Detroit Free Press. <laughs> <laughs> and I already read those, and he probably already read these. So Catch up. We yeah. could steal Nicholas's Entertainment Weekly. That's what I was going to say. Does trade him. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I was gonna say. Get like more than twelve years. Of I have a toenail that I'm done with. That's true. Um, I, already, I already tasted it, so uh, maybe he'd uh, maybe he'd take <laughs> that as a as a trade. Uh, you yeah. could say it's like some from from some like famous person or something. <laughs> be like from like well, since we had the Bob Seger tribute band, we'd be it's Bob Seger's toenail that Bob we got. Bob Seger's toenail. Um, I have some. Uh, I spent a lot of time not in the for sale area. I've been exploring the outer rims, if you will, of Craigslist and. Uh, misconnections is always a fun one to wander into. <laughs> it's where people can basically post, hey, I saw you at the mall. I had a boner. Don't know if you're gay, but if you are, hit me up. Shit like that, basically. <laughs> um, this one is young man in Walmart, John, this afternoon. Male searching for male, 63 in Rochester Hills. Mm. So any, if anybody Mm-mm. thinks that this describes them, you can call us. We will try our hardest to get in touch with this person. Maybe we can make a little love connection here on the oh, show. Oh, I hope so. Uh, his post is as such, I stood at the urinal next to you this afternoon. <laughs> you were really showing off that monster of yours. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was truly envious and could hardly keep from drooling. Gross. So I don't like to use urinal. Which he's 63 in the urinal. He was probably already drooling. If you read this and you want somebody to suck it, please pick me. I'm divorced and live alone about two miles from the store. That's it. Actually, wow. he, actually, he gave me his number when we were in the stall. <laughs> <laughs> so that so move on to the next one. That one's taken care of. <laughs> you got that one. It's a wrap. Uh, another um, another one I found here on the uh, misconnection was uh, rest area blowjob. Another man for man, mm. thirty six. I thought that was done. I thought the internet killed the rest area blowjobs, but now Evidently they're, they're they, combined. They're, yeah, they're using it as a tool. Now it's on everyone's smartphone, so oh you can <laughs> This is off 275, which is uh, pretty near here yeah, to the studio. Yeah, that's really close. Not that far away. Up. Around midnight last night. This was posted on the 19th, so this is uh, about midnight on the 18th. Okay. Around midnight. Is this me leaving after the majors it live? could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Around midnight last night, I blew your tasty cock. Would love to meet up again with you. I am thinking you drive a black Toyota Ram 4. Let me know what I did for you that se- you seem to enjoy. God damn. I hope you see this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there is some <laughs> men looking know. for women like, oh, you're the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, that's gay. Oh, so who wanna... wants to see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, neither do I. I mean. I mean, okay, people are going to rip on us and say we're, like, homophobic for this, which, I mean, that's just straight-up creepy, whether it's, you know, straight, sex, gay, sex, whatever. I mean, isn't that just weird, regardless of uh, of your sexual persuasion? Uh, I, I, am, am, I, am I just off on this? I don't know. I guess I'm just so against ever blowing a dude that just things like that just are absurd to me. Unless, like... I don't know, unless the guy was showing off that monster on purpose, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I, I can understand He's that. I mean, he might have been... Well, Diggler, were you showing off the monster on purpose? I mean, do you want some of that? I do on occasion. You, I, I mean, know, every once in a while, you got to throw it out there. I know that if you were going to, you know, get blown by a dude, you'd want it to be a 63-year-old, right? <laughs> yeah, gum that shit. But, uh, <laughs> no, you know, every once in a while, you know, you got to throw out your, you know, cock and balls and, you know, shit like that and see what happens, but... uh <laughs> I don't know. This is, I just I didn't realize that there was this whole subculture involved on Craigslist here. Yeah, there's uh someone posted an ad for a missing child also. This one seems kind of serious. But the funny part was they posted a picture of um, her biological mother who had taken so her. Funny. And I don't know if you want to try and describe this. It's uh it's posted just as missing child in Belleville. Um she looks like a method. What do you think? This is I believe yeah. to be the uh the biological mother here oh, on the right. Oh, that's the mom? I believe it is. Oh, I yes. thought that was the missing child. No, the missing child's the, oh, the, the, kid. the little oh. dude on the left in the wow. sunglasses. That is one of the biggest foreheads yeah, I've I mean, ever that, seen. That's horrible. I mean, I hope it's just I when I see that, I honestly I hope that this is a case of like the dad or, you know, some some other some other family member with more brains than the person to the right of her. You know, to the right, you know, some with more brains than the mom is, you know, like took the kid and just said, "Yeah, you're never seeing this kid again." Yeah, you know, I, I like to think that that's maybe the case, but God, I hope, I, I hope they resolve this. I have, um, well, I got three here that we can potentially call. Let you guys okay. vote on which one. Sorry, I'm not talking to Mike here. Um, I'll give you the titles: uh, truck driving job needed. Um, I guess I'll read these. 
Uh, I was legally allowed to grow marijuana in Michigan, but I had too many plants, which led to three felonies. I just recently graduated Bummer. truck driving school with my commercial driver's license and looking for employment. I'm a hard worker, obviously, completely honest and forthcoming. Please respond if you're willing to give a guy a second chance. My name's Anthony. My phone number is blank. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Wait, What's Tony's wait number? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing when I read it, too. Uh, the other one is in Barter. Uh, this is Furnace for Bulldog. If anyone has an English Bulldog, <laughs> this fellow, and you're cold, uh, this guy can hook you up. You guys can. Furnace or air conditioner, wasn't it? Is that what it says? Uh, yes, good call. We'll trade Furnace or Central Air Installation for an English Bulldog. Uh, his name's Brian. We could try him. Hey, and so does this dude have the furnace or air conditioner and he's giving it to you, or is he just willing to install one that oh, you we could, have? We could ask him. Or is he going to steal one? And give it to you. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, a lot of people were posting furnace installations, so I don't know what the deal is with that. If mm-hmm. a bunch fell off a truck or if these guys work for it and just gank them from work. Not sure what the deal is there. But. So far, this guy's a front runner. And uh, the other one yeah. is, this guy gave a very detailed description. This is uh, in the for sale also, but commercial mop and mop bucket used once, in quotes for some reason. Oh, why do you have to use it once? Top quality. <laughs> 30 bucks, Farmington Hills. I have a sorry. I have a like new commercial mop bucket and mop. This is very detailed. The brand is Brute. The sticker is still on it. It was used one time and one time only for a water cleanup. No cleaner or chemicals. The bucket says caution in three or four languages. My asking price is half the price at the store. Please call any day until eleven, which we are under by about two hours. His name's David, and he gives four different angle pictures of the mop and bucket. I really don't think one picture is even necessary, but uh, we have a, a far away view, a right side view, a left side view, and a bird's eye view of the mop and bucket. He felt it necessary to tell us how many languages that it's... It said you know, caution in, yes. Yeah, so I, obviously this guy is a little OCD. Well, you um, never know. I mean, it could be a Spanish person. <coughs> Spanish my my vote's person. for the uh, bulldog guy. What, what do you, what you, you call him up? Why don't you uh, get that number over to me, uh, Artifact, and <laughs> We're we're so nice that we're not reading the numbers on air. That's really kind of. Did we do that last, last week? week. Though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, last week we read them right on air. Oh, these geniuses post on the internet. I mean, right. give me a second, I'll get them on the line. <laughs> Anyone can search furnace for bulldog. Like I said, if you have a bulldog that's uh, snotting all over your house, which is what they do. Um, <laughs> Who just has a random bulldog to give away? I don't. I don't know. Jay Ray's sister has one, and I'm, I bet he'd is, be willing to guy, steal her. Does this guy give a name? Uh, this guy's Brian. Okay. All right, we're gonna go ahead and try him. All right, sweet. Who's this is a, this is a grouty first, Tim. You t- you want to talk to him? Right, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll take point on this for now. Let's try and keep quiet. So this guy doesn't hang up on his system. You fucking dick! <laughs> fucking answer, asshole. <laughs> Calling. Gotta leave voice. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. 
Uh, hey, Brian. What's up, man? It's your boy Squirrel from uh, Detroit Grouty Radio. Uh, hey, man, I saw your Craigslist ad. I'm really, I'm super interested about this, man. Um, I really need a furnace. I'm totally, uh, totally down. I don't have a bulldog, though. Um, I do have a really cool Cocker Spaniel you could have. Um, he's, uh, he's nine years old. Uh, he answers to Brutus. Um, but you could probably change that up if you want. Um, but anyway, I totally give up my car. I like the dog. He's a cool dog. But I totally, uh, I'd trade that stuff for you, man. Because uh, I need a furnace. I'm freezing, bro. Freezing. So uh, if you could, uh, if the Cocker Spaniel's down, that's cool. I also got a, a Turkish van cat. I'd trade that. In fact, I'll, I don't know if maybe I want to, I mean, I, like I said, no bulldogs. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe I'm blowing my wad here telling you but um uh you know I'll, I'll sort of give you both of them i'll give you the cat the dog um i got uh well you have reached I, I got maximum time <laughs> oh, recording your message if you are satisfied oh, with your message i'll call back one. call back so i can give message. call back so i can give my number and re-record press three don't erase it Oh, message erased. Oh, bro, sir. Please re-record your message. Oh, At the okay. end of your message, press one. Oh, I liked that message. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, what's up, Brian? Hey, man. Uh, I just this is your boy Squirrel from Detroit Grady Radio. Hey, man. I just tried to leave you a message and I screwed up and erased it when I I went too long. But um, I I got your Craigslist ad, man. And um, I just want to let you know I'm totally into it. I want this. Um, I uh, I got a cocker spaniel for you. Um, no no bulldog. Sorry, I, I don't have a bulldog. But um, I do got a Cocker Spaniel. Uh, like I said in the message before, but I think got erased. Um, you know, he's 10. He answers to Brutus, unless you want to change that. I also got a Turkish van cat. If you're satisfied with your message, God, press 1. What, to what, listen to your man? message, press 2. To erase and re-record, like, press yeah, 3. Don't to re recording where you left off, press 4. Oh, yeah, 4. Yeah, keep going. Fuck All right. Ass, Please continue else? recording. At the end of your message, press 1. Uh, hey Brian, it's me again. I hope you got the first part of that message. Um, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out in line for you, man. I got a character spaniel. I got a Turkish van cat. I got six hamsters. Now I still want three of them, but you can take your pick out of top three. So I'm throwing down the cocker, the Turkish van, three hamsters, and I want the furnace. I don't need the air conditioning because it's it's cold out. Uh, I'm I'm freezing, bro. So uh, give me a call back, man, if you're interested. I'm I'm at seven three four. Two five nine four nine four one. Maximum time permitted so for recording awesome. your message. Oh, oh man, what is that? That's why he never yeah, calls us back. No. We don't need him calling. Press two <laughs> to erase and re-record. Press three. Yeah, that, that's that's message. To send your message with normal delivery. Urgent. Press one. Urgent status. Thank you. Oh. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Should, should we call him back and so I can leave him the full number? I don't feel like he won't call back. No, if you don't have a, he was very specific not only on bulldog but an English bulldog. You don't know how much this dude wants a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. He you know what? He has the number anyway. If it. Went that's true. Trip. That's true. So that's true. Hopefully, hopefully he calls back. If he changes his mind and really wants the cocker spaniel, the Turkish fan, and the and the three hamsters out of the six, then he'll call back. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I just can't wait to get the email that we have a voice message on uh, on our phone line. Uh, we can play it next week. We could play. It I, next I week. hope so. I hope he calls back because uh, Brian, <laughs> we we need that. Crazy, crazy, cold man. All right, what, what should we call we? the truck driver or the commercial mop and bucket guy? Um. We can. Uh, he doesn't say he's open to trades on the on it, but maybe we can try bartering something. something oh, for the mop. For the mop and what's bucket. What's the uh, what's the truck driver one again? 
he was uh, he has a CDL, but he uh, has he got three uh, felonies for transport. I was hoping we call the dude that got blown or something like we that. We could call. There's no phone numbers on. The we could call the. That's uh, what I was trolling for. We could call the truck driver and tell him that we're not. We don't have any of that, but we do want to buy some weed. Uh, see if he's see if he's see if he's see if he's holding. No, we can't do that. Don't th- uh, we're getting a no from the from the uh, producer. Really, that's illegal. I think is mm-hmm. that illegal to do? Is yeah, it? we probably shouldn't do that. Okay, that's it's right. a crime. That's a producer saying no. I think it's his number. That's why we're not doing that. It. That's why he's here. He's got to police the grouty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who invited the fun police? All right, all right. Well, we uh, we're running low on time. So let's, do you want to call a commercial mop and bucket? Or you yeah, we call can call it. Is that the one to eleven? Actually, I'd love yeah, to call the guy that wants to trade the car. I tried looking for that one again. You guys looked that up before I hopped on the air last week. Let's I try. Think. Let's try the mop and bucket since he takes calls to eleven, so we're more likely to get through to him at that point. Right. That, that's a good call. But uh, this guy wants thirty bucks for it. But should we? Uh, I don't know. Should we try and offer him a trade? Well, want to try and offer him the congressman? Well, I'm, well, what concerns me about that is it was. I mean, he said he didn't use it to mop up any chemicals or anything. But you could still get some pretty nasty water, like if a toilet overflows. So or we can ask him what the spill was that caused it. Yes. I'd lo- I would like to know. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. We could figure that out. All right, cool. Yeah, let's let's, let's dial him up. Let's let's call this guy. All right, let's do the David. Call this tool. Two four eight. Hmm hmm hmm. So, do we want the mop bucket or what? <laughs> I don't know. If it's a, if we can strike a good trade, I'll, why not? I'll tell you what. If if. I Second can't get one. this guy off the phone. I, I'm, you know, I'm a really easy guy to sell to. So if this guy offers it for like twenty, we're all pitching in five bucks and buying. Dude, it. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I've been doing cock push-ups. <laughs> it's David. Okay, David. All right, right on. Uh, hey, man, is this David? Yeah. Hey, David, this is your boy Squirrel. What's up, man? Uh, I saw your uh, I saw your Craigslist ad. For yeah, I'm sorry, who's this? This is Squirrel. Squirrel? Yeah, okay. yeah. I know, it's kind of a weird name. Um, hey, I saw your Craigslist ad for the mop in the bucket. Over the mop bucket? Yeah. Is that you? Yes. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um... Hey Matt, so this is uh this has never been used before. Or? One time, one oh. time with a dishwasher um, in the house when the dishwasher uh, blew up. So no, no chemicals or anything. Just the uh, one time with the, the dish soap and stuff in the, the nearest store uh, with the tractor. Probably that commercial bucket. Oh okay, <laughs> but, cool. So just don't really have a use for it. Okay. It, it, it's like new. I mean, if you look in the okay. pictures and look in the I mean. I wish it was new, but um, that that's cool though. What like what was in your dishwasher? Nothing like really nasty or anything, was it? No, just 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 regular dishes. It's just okay. uh, you know the lime blue and all the you know the standard dish soap. Okay. Okay, that's cool. That that's. All right, so this is pretty clean stuff. I know it didn't like. Do oh, it's super clean. Did you see the pictures? Or, yeah, or, yeah, I saw so. the the four pictures. Look pretty, uh, pretty intense yeah, actually. Yeah, person too. I mean, and so, okay, so it definitely didn't clean up any poop or anything. Oh, the only, no, the only way it's gonna get cleaner is if you bought it in a store. Okay. Eighty bucks or whatever. Okay, that's cool. Well, all right, you mentioned languages. What I just my my wife's from a different country. What uh, 
What language is? Is, the, is it I written in? Oh, you don't remember? Yeah. Okay. It's a standard. Okay, but it's more than one, right? Yes, it's Chinese. Yep. Okay, because she, she's Chinese, but it's, prob- it's probably got Chinese on the side, I imagine, right? I mean, if it's got four. Mandarin, yeah, specifically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I, I'm a little short on cash. Are you down for any trades or anything? Or I'm not really looking to trade. No. Okay. I got a um. I actually got a cocker spaniel. I'm trying to unload. It's a really cool dog. A what? A cocker spaniel. A dog. Yeah, it's a really nice dog. But I'm moving into an apartment, and I can't really have a dog there anymore. So I was wondering if maybe you wanted to trade for a dog. No, I'm not looking to trade with a dog. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. All right, um... I want you! Right. So, how much were you asking? All right, cool. I gotta run, though, thanks. No, no, okay. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> he still hooked up to the phone call, wasn't he? Uh, oh, man, the guy just hung up on me. I mean, I didn't even get to the... I think he knew we were fucking with him. <laughs> that went pretty long, actually. <laughs> that was sweet. <sighs> that was <Man>. awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what language is? <laughs> I thought that was going to be the flag right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he caught on that maybe I, that I didn't really want the mop that much. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> you didn't have money and all you were going to get was your dog. <laughs> like, you have a congressman, you have a dog? <laughs> all right, squirrel, I got to go. Click. Uh, oh, man. Well. All right, cool. I hope he finds a good home for that mop and bucket, because <laughs> that's pretty cool, I guess, <laughs> if you're into that. Uh, you know, we might have to revisit a little bit of this and uh, Grouty after the show. We might. Thinking, we might. Because it uh, looks like we're out of time. We are. Yep. <laughs> Maybe thankfully. Yeah, Ad- Ad- Adam's, yeah giving me a diff- bad. Adam's giving me a different dirty look than he's been giving me <laughs> most of the night. We're going to put our space to the test. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hey special thanks to our guest tonight uh todd from looking back definitely these guys are really good too and we uh unfortunately we, were, we ended up being a little bit rushed with uh todd at the end of there but these guys are really good so uh all you rowdy listeners out there should definitely check them out especially if you're local uh, or obviously if you're uh if you're local in the detroit area uh they're real good thanks to um special guest Bax for his first appearance on the show and his toenail and his toenail which was delicious <laughs> and uh then there's some uh and special thanks of course to artifact the uh the, you proved yourself as the true craigslist watchdog if if i sound like i was doubting you in the past i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna make a point we'll, we'll find uh we'll find someone desperate for love next week right on Nobody. you make me sick <laughs> <laughs> right and next week we got kind of a different show for you it's gonna be uh kind of video game heavy that's gonna be uh good Sweet. for a lot of people it's gonna be uh ho- hopefully you bring guys a pillow will. diggler <laughs> but uh, we actually we actually do have a lot of good guests for next week. We got uh we got uh three or four uh pretty uh, solid guests for next one week. One guy one guy has the largest collection of uh, old school video games you'd ever seen. So. Yeah, and we got we're gonna have at least one in studio and probably uh, three on the phone. So uh, get a big uh, big show next week. We might even push one of them back to Grouty after the show. If you want to hear me making fun of a lot of video game nerds, make sure you listen. <laughs> yeah, you know we'll always keep it entertaining even if you're not into video games. But if you are, you definitely need to check out next week. Thanks a lot. That. Can also, stay tuned happen. for uh, extra grinnings too yes. after the show. It's only a couple uh, minutes. Just go take a piss, get a Sammy, come yeah, on back. Yeah, we'll yeah. be we'll be doing that at about nine thirty-five. Nine Four minutes. Yep, you get to see my like mug. That, yeah. 
So uh, also make sure you uh, stay tuned for uh, Inside the Huddle this Saturday morning, mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Eastern time on the majors.net. So right on. But before that, extra grinnings and grouty after the show. Thanks for Fuck listening, everybody. my ass. What else? <laughs> Peace, bitches. <laughs> Later. <laughs>